The Capital Weekly Podcast is supported by TASSEN, the Tribal Alliance of Sovereign Indian Nations. Funding for the Capital Weekly Podcast is provided by the California Endowment and by TASSEN, the Tribal Alliance of Sovereign Indian Nations. Hello, everyone, and greetings, and welcome to Capital Weekly's regular podcast. I'm John Howard, the editor of Capital Weekly, and I am joined by our very own Tim Foster, and we're going to chat about California politics today. It's true. It's been, it's only Monday, and it's already been an interesting week. I know. Over the entire weekend uh, in, in San Jose, there was a gathering of Democrats, 2,600 of them, I think, by last estimate, and they got together and talked about policy and politics and schmoozed and drank and had a good time, and uh, so did we, partly. And Capital Weekly was down there. Tim, do you have any thoughts about the convention? Did anything interest you out of that? You know, I, I followed it. I was not there. I know that you were there, and I think some of our stringers, Dorothy yes. and Alex, were also there. Uh, so you have a lot more to say about it than I do. Well, I had a good time, and that's all I did. I didn't have to file a story, so there was no pressure on me. The interns, of course, had a great deal of pressure, I'm happy to say. We exploited them like we usually do. Chuck McFadden is no intern, but... Uh, he had a good time, too, so what can I tell you? And uh, who else did you see besides our own Capital Weekly uh, writers? Well, I saw our own state librarian, uh, Greg Lucas. I saw John Burton, the party chair. I saw Robbie Hunter, the uh, head of the uh, Building Construction Trades Council. I saw numerous people wandering around that convention hall, as was I. But here's a big question. Did you ever see Steve Maviglio and, and Steve Glazer in the same room? No, I did not. Oh. But Steve wasn't, both Steve, as far as I know, oh. well, at least one of those Steves wasn't going to the convention. Um, it's fun to go to those things for no other reason than to, for reporters, than to schmooze a bit and sort of talk to your sources. I, I suppose there's news out of there if you look for it, and I'm impressed. I saw a lot of coverage out of the convention. It actually sounded newsworthy, much to my amazement. I see. And so when you got back, what uh, what's going on this week? Well, um, we just had in the legislature approval of the so-called uh, health plan tax, supposed to raise about one point. $3 billion through 2016-2017. The idea is we had to come up with some money to capture federal money to keep this piece of the Affordable Care Act implementation in California going. Apparently we did it, and apparently it's a win-win for just about everybody. And this was, part of the reason we had a special session was to sort this out, is that correct? Yes, that's right. And this had two Republican votes? I think it had more than that. I think I saw it had 11, I think, at the final ah. tally. So it actually did have some bipartisanship. It did have some opposition, Republican opposition, but there was bipartisanship. Yes, I did see on Twitter that John Fleischman was apoplectic. <laughs> Always go to Twitter. That's my motto now. I used to ignore Twitter uh, happily, but now I go to Twitter more than I go anywhere else. This is an embarrassing thing to say on radio. Really? Well, you are an AP Wire guy, so it really makes sense that you would go to Twitter. <laughs> Uh, what else happened? Well, um, Fred Buonostro, who was an executive at CalPERS for six years and got caught up in a big scandal, uh, has agreed to pay in a settlement to settle a civil claim involving a bribery conviction that, by the way, is still sentencing, still waits, awaits him, uh, $250,000. And that payment is to settle a claim filed against him, a suit, rather, filed against him by none other than Jerry Brown, when Jerry Brown was Attorney General. Really? Wow. But that doesn't um, 
that doesn't uh, remove, doesn't resolve any of the criminal allegations against him. In fact, he's waiting, awaiting sentencing on those, and that'll be coming up. I believe that comes up in May. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, another interesting, interesting to me, and but to no others, but the unclaimed property that the state has, $8 billion worth. You know, you can be rich and not even know it. That has been getting a lot of coverage. It has been. And some uh, somebody brought a suit against the state saying the state wasn't doing enough to help people find their unclaimed assets. That argument wandered around, went before the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court decided it didn't want to review it. So basically what happened today, the court, by not reviewing it, said California was doing a pretty good job of alerting its people to the possibility they have forgotten assets uh, that the state is holding on to. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Many years ago, a guy I worked with was doing a story on that, a feature on that. And he, he found out that one of the people had a hunt that was complaining about the state and the way it was handling these assets had $150 in a lost account down in Beverly Hills, I think it was. And it was none other than former Governor Gray Davis. It was his money. Oh, really? Yeah, so, um, and what else happened? There must have been something else that happened. Oh, there was an attempt to get, a, to get rid of daylight savings time. I saw that. Is that possible? What do you think? I mean, do you like daylight savings time? I think I'm the only person that does kind of like daylight savings time. I like it too, and uh, that makes two of us. And I like it too, because especially during the summer. That's exactly you it. Know, man, I like it when it's bright later on, and especially when you're a kid and you're up and you're wandering around and you feel like a real adult. It's daylight savings time that has a big piece of that, you know? Yeah. And uh, so I don't know why you want to get rid of it, but anyway, it, uh, well, there's an attempt out there. And, you know, breaking news today, uh, Doug Osi has endorsed Donald Trump. Really? You have a look of shock on your face, I have John. A baffled amazement, like William Faulkner would used to say. He has a look of baffled amazement on his face. <laughs> absalom, absalom, John. <laughs> well, so, uh, I guess he's joined a few. Even those who repudiated him violently at first are now latching on to the Donald. So, hey, O.C. probably won't be the last. And you covered O.C. what? Uh, many years ago. And not, not that systematically. I basically sort of didn't do congressional stuff very much. And so go figure. But this doesn't surprise you or does? Uh, it surprises me. Oh. Um, but I haven't been following him. But what, what can I tell you? Donald Trump has a certain amount of crazy star power, I guess. And people are... Some people are signing on to his campaign. That's true. Maybe so, Marco Rubio's next. Who knows? Yeah, uh, you know, once the stumpy fingers comments don't work, you know, maybe he'll sign on. <laughs> the tiny hands. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> so, uh, and then tomorrow is Super Tuesday. It is. And uh, I guess I'll be glued to my TV set. It's about the only time I watch broadcast television, I have to admit it, is during uh, big election nights. But I'm so used to now doing this online that I've sort of even weaned away from CNN. I guess the general election, I'll probably go to a party somewhere and watch the votes yeah. come in on CNN. But um, I do. I, I just have to. I'm sort of a junkie anyway, I guess. I know you are, too. And so we try to follow this as much as we can and get amazed every time we go through one. And do you want to handicap it? What do you think is going to happen? Absolutely not. <laughs> well, that's the important stuff. If you, run a lot, if you want a lot more important stuff, you'll have to go somewhere else. But for us... Those more, are the highlights. If you want more important stuff, you'll have to go to CapitalWeekly.net and find the stories. In fact, Chuck McFadden is yes. his report from the convention floor. Alex Matthews has her reporter's notebook on the trip to uh, cover the Coastal Commission, including a flat tire and a tent. So, uh, you know, it's 
you don't get that at the LA Times. Absolutely not. Absolutely. So, so Tim, I will see you next week. And we're signing off from Sacramento. Yes, you have wasted another eight minutes and 15 seconds. <laughs> thanks, for, uh, thanks for tuning in. Yep, thank you.